Good morning for Monday, December 19, 2011. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. North Korea says, Strongman is dead. GOP resists payroll tax cut in the House. And rules stretched as green cards go to investors. In this morning's domestic headlines, buyout profits keep flowing to Romney, and a blizzard rocks the Great Plains. In this morning's business headlines, instability is a new fear for investors in Russia. In top-tier, History Channel fights to stay there. And as patient records are digitized, the risk of data breaches is on the rise. There will be more business stories, more national and international news, too. A roundup from the weekend's action in sports and the opinions of New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Washington, entitled North Korea Says Strongman is Dead. Kim Jong-il, the North Korean leader who realized his family's dream of turning his starving country into a minor nuclear weapons power even as it sank further into despotism, has died at what is reported to be the age of 69, according to the country's state-run media. His death, after a long illness that U.S. intelligence agencies believed involved some form of cancer, ended 17 years of rule over the isolated, paranoid country that his father founded and that Kim made clear he wanted to pass on to his son, Kim Jong-un. But it is far from clear whether the North Korean military will bless the continuation of the family dynasty, and U.S. and Asian officials were on alert Sunday evening for any signs the country, which has almost inexplicably avoided collapse in recent decades, could begin to fracture. Under Kim's rule, the North accomplished the single milestone that his father had dreamed about, exploding two crude nuclear devices, one in 2006 and another in 2009, just months after President Obama took office. But while the tests may have given the country a measure of protection against an American invasion, which he and his military leaders long feared, they also deepened his isolation. The 2009 test killed any discussion inside the Obama White House of reaching out to the North Korean leadership, especially after Kim largely abandoned agreements he reached with the Bush administration to denuclearize. Robert Gates, the former Secretary of Defense, seemed to summarize the Obama administration's attitude toward the North when he declared the United States would not provide aid to the country in return for its making new commitments to give up nuclear weapons. I don't want to buy the same horse twice, he declared. Kim's death poses difficult choices for Washington and Beijing, the North's longtime ally. Little is known about Kim Jong-un, who is believed to be in his late 20s, until two years ago, the only picture the CIA had of him showed him in short pants at a Swiss school he attended. He's believed to have been involved in two attacks on the South in 2010, events that may have been intended to create his bona fides as a military leader. The youngest member of the Kim dynasty has had little time to be groomed in running a dysfunctional country of 23 million. For that reason, there's speculation the military may create a regent to run the country. When the country's revered founder, known as the Great Leader, died in 1994, there was considerable question about whether Kim Jong-il, known for his fascination with Western movies, European women, and drinking binges, would be accepted as the country's leader. But he managed to consolidate his power and quickly established that he could be as brutal in controlling the country as his father was. The gulags and re-education camps swelled, 
and experiments with allowing some market forces into a state-controlled economy were largely abandoned.